0: Welcome
1: to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extremeanimeradio with podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash animeradio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding, and thank you for your support. Oh my goodness, it's a full house from the greatest city in the world, or maybe somewhere in the outskirts of Indiana, to anime and j fans all around the world. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast for May 12th, 2021, May 12th, a very, very special day. On our calendar, because the person at the bottom of the screen is celebrating a birthday. It is your friend and mine, Shinigami
2: Liz. Hello, Liz. Happy birthday. Hello, hello. Thank you so much.
1: And uh, Neff, uh, it always feels like a birthday whenever we do the podcast. Good evening to you.
0: Oh, dear. He's, he's making a joke, folks. I hope.
1: <laughs> so... The layout, as you can see here on Twitch tonight, is just a little bit different because we have uh, Liz added to the show tonight. Um, So, Liz, we want to take this opportunity to, of course, thank you for your tremendous support of Extreme Anime Radio and the podcast and Sarah Yoshida and all the other side projects, no pun intended, over so many years. We really appreciate it. Well, it's
2: always been my pleasure.
1: And how um, have you celebrated your birthday today, Liz?
2: Oh, the, the big news is, besides the normal birthday cake and meal and all that stuff, mm-hmm. this Sunday, or this this uh, previous Sunday, I had friends from North Carolina come and surprise me with a visit for the week.
1: Wow. So, so that
2: was super exciting. that That just made the entire week right there.
1: Good, good, good. Well, I'm happy to see that uh, things are going so well for you. I'm celebrating today because I just typed into my uh, software for the background Indiana, and this is what I have.
2: <laughs> and that is so typical of Indiana. It's it's scary. <laughs>
1: um, Neff, uh, what are you doing? Uh, you are recovering. From your first jab, which happened a few days ago. How do you feel?
0: Well, finally feel mostly normal. I mean, if I poke the area where the shot was, it's still reminding me, hey, you know, you got stabbed here. Mm-hmm. But I'm miles ahead of the The, the day after the shot. Mm-hmm. The day of the shot, which was early in the morning, I'm like, okay, I'll just do all my chores, my cleaning stuff, my adulting stuff. And, you know, that way if the weekend... Craps out, I'll be fine. I woke up the next morning. I had such a high fever that my cheekbones here, you could have fried eggs off them. Oh no. So basically, took eye drops, crashed back into bed. Around three in the afternoon, I wake up again and I'm like, okay, I got to at least try to stay up because if I don't, it'll be a mess when I try to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I barely make it through the first hockey game and I'm like, no, that's it. I'm gone. Shower, crash again. Wake up the next morning, take yeah. eye drops, crash back into bed, this time around noon, which was an improvement. Mm-hmm. Except I managed to forget a co-worker's birthday. And I didn't get reminded of that until I went through my reminders for this week, today, and went, there was a reminder for Sunday. Oh, t- <laughs> Because things like birthdays become a little bit different, you know, during the pandemic. It's not like you can just go over and say, hi, how are you in the cubicle? Yeah. We haven't been in cubicles for uh, going on 13 months. Actually, no more than that. 14 going on 15 months. Right. That sounds about right. So, yeah. So, with all that said, I'm somewhat looking forward to the second shot. A little more, you know, feeling safe. But I'm also going... I may have to just book a week off work because if I had this much reaction to shot number one, shot number two is probably going to be, you know, just about a big gonk show.
1: there, there, There are two sides to this story. First is the fact that you had so much a reaction after your first of the two shots. But what was surprising, especially to Liz and I when you spoke to us, is the day that they scheduled your second dose. Now, you have the Pfizer, correct?
0: That is correct, sir.
1: You have the Pfizer, which normally um, you would get the second dose three weeks after the first. Um, But what day is your second dose?
0: August the 27th, I believe. So a full 16 weeks, I believe, since shot number one. Is, uh, exactly. <laughs> and again, this is part of the problem. We don't make our own vaccines here. And unfortunately, beer is not a vaccine. <laughs> so having said that, we're sort of at the mercy of wherever we can get our drugs. And I know that sounds horrible, but it's the way it is in Canada.
1: Means <laughs> You got it from us, basically.
0: I think. Yeah, I think the, the Pfizer we got uh, was from you guys. Now I'll say this about the setup, because this was one of those. This is one of the clinics that they set up to try and you know get a shot as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Now they had some things that made it a little bit, a little easier, but there was a lot of hiking. My watch was going. Hey, are you on a workout? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm going no. I'm just trying to get through all these lines, mm-hmm. even though for me they're a bit shorter. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because one part they said before you come in. You should do this QR code so that you know you can do the pre-screening questions. I did that. You know, I looked like a dork sitting there with my phones and <laughs> But then the very first guard post, they're like, go through all the questions. And they're like, but have you done the QR code? I'm like, you mean this thing? Oh yeah, go through. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, hurdle marks, fine, gone. So it was like, yeah. And then I think there was about four different stations I had to stop at before I actually sat in a chair and got stabbed. Four
1: stations. Well, they're really thorough. There. Yeah, they, they, were quite,
0: they were quite thorough. And, and the young lady who, you know, stabbed me, makes pleasant conversations because I think, you know, after a while they kind of go crazy. And it's like, so you're here 12 hours? She's like, no, I'm the relief nurse, so I'm only here eight. So hmm. I'm just running around, you know, wherever anybody anybody needs a, a relief. And I'm like, eight hours is the same thing? Oh, jeez. You know, stab, stab, stab? It's like, yeah. I'm like, oof. You're better at that than I am because I think if I was doing your job by hour, one, end of hour one, I'd be like, I don't want to stab people anymore. Find yeah. someone else. <laughs>
1: uh, well, Liz, what would be your advice to Neff for his second vaccination?
2: Um, after that first one, I'd almost say don't get it, but
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. Mine, mine went so smooth and easy. I had absolutely no effects whatsoever. I. I guess just be prepared, maybe plan some time off work.
0: Well, the good news is that day is a Friday anyway, which is why I I did the first dose on a Friday Mm. because I figured rather than lose days at work, I'll just have a miserable weekend. Mm. If it it happened to pass, in this case it did. So, you know, as you, as you get, you know, more advanced in your age, you kind of find those shortcuts. (laughs) I just have to remember all my chores, all my grocery shopping and be miserable for a couple of days in late August.
1: Right. That was um, that was a situation similar to me because I got my shots on a Sunday and where I work Monday and Tuesday off. Um, so um, yeah, we have some uh, reactions in the chat. Uh, Bree is suggesting to take two days off at least. Keshocho uh, Crystal Butterfly. Uh, had no problems other than feeling a little rough and achy after the shots. Uh, Beta, second one gave him chills and aches a day later, followed by feeling woozy the rest of the day. Um, And Carl that said that both of the shots made him depressed. Uh, But he doesn't know if he can lay that in the vaccination.
0: Well, I'll I'll say this. When you realize you've slept three quarters of the day away, in in my case, on the first day, yeah, that's kind of depressing. You're like, Oh, my God, it's already three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And you still didn't want to get up. You're just like, I'm hot. I don't feel right. And I'm afraid I'll fall out of bed. <laughs> oh.
1: um, so we continue on here tonight. Uh, we're glad enough that you're doing okay. And, of course, we're happy that Liz is uh, the birthday person here tonight. Um, we'd like to remind everybody that the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is available on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio, which I'm happy to say Liz is one of our supporters in that regard. So if you want to listen to our shows at any time um, from the beginning of time, which would have been the start of last year, um, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio and uh, listen to all of our podcast shows. And of course, if you're listening to us on Anchor right now, You're missing all the excitement that we enjoy on Twitch, including seeing Liz's wonderful face tonight. Um, So if you want to follow us on Twitch, please go to twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. Now, Liz and Neff, a topic that I said I was going to bring up to you guys briefly tonight um, regards the, uh, the industry where I work at in real life. Now, in deference to that, I am not going to give my opinion on this issue. I'm just going to state the facts. But I think it'll be okay if you guys give your opinion on the issue. So, of course, that issue being um, the uh, reported uh, test positive of the Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit. Um, Last uh, I read in the news... Um, The horse had been treated uh, for dermatitis, according to the horse's trainer, with an ointment recommended by his veterinarian. Um, He did not realize until the test positive came back that that ointment had uh, the steroid beta-methasone. Medina Spirit is running in the Preakness this weekend, and uh, the trainer has agreed to additional testing protocols for Both that horse and a few other horses that he has running uh, at Pimlico this weekend. So those are the facts. Liz, I will start with you to give the opinions.
2: Well, it's like this. If you have had uh, several occurrences in the past, I mean, it's easy to see, apply a pattern to what you've been seeing. He's had this happen more than once. And it seems to keep happening, even though he should be the most cautious and paranoid person in the world by now.
0: Mm. Neff? Okay, I'm assuming we can't use said trainer's name, so I will keep it generic as I can. I will echo his sentiments that make him a little more visceral. If you're around fires constantly, i.e. doped up horses, and yet you turn around and say, I don't know how those fires started, it might be that you're the arsonist,
1: <laughs>
0: and as far as I'm concerned, this particular thing, it basically has a back a, a book of matches and a gasoline can behind them, and going. I don't know what happened, as several horses' careers go up in smoke.
1: Hmm. So uh, it remains to be seen uh, how this all turns out. Um. Medina spirit is not yet disqualified from the Kentucky Derby because there are various protocols that have to be followed and, uh, of course, due process afforded to the parties involved. Um, they are waiting for what's called a split sample to confirm uh, the test uh, finding. Once that uh, split sample comes back, if it is positive, then that will trigger a hearing, and then they will hear both sides of the argument and adjudicate accordingly. So um, it'll be interesting to see how things turn out in the coming weeks. Yes, Neff?
0: I will say this one thing about the, the ointment that um, the trainer authorized for use. At one point in one interview on a particular station that I will give no credence to because mm-hmm. they are an entertainment product as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. he claimed he didn't realize that the ointment could be absorbed through the skin. I'm sorry, basic science class says two things happen with an ointment. It would either fall off if it didn't get absorbed or it would evaporate, meaning it's useless. So for that particular person to say that particular thing on a national news broadcast, entertainment news broadcast, I'm going to call it that, is both disingenuous and insane. And he thinks people will buy it, mm. right? Basically, up here in Canada, the sports shows have nailed this particular the law with a very pejorative nickname. That nickname, Lance Armstrong. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, kids, look it up on Wikipedia and be absolutely flabbergasted
1: yes i've I've seen so many correlations in the news, not just in the news but in my my personal messages as well between the two so um I knew that this was gonna be a hot topic of discussion, but again, based on the industry and where I work and it's it's something that we kind of tread lightly around um so um Appreciate you guys uh, giving your opinions on that. Um, Let's go on, uh, Liz, to uh, some topics that we were talking about. Um, I don't know if uh, Neff had um, told you about this interesting, what was it, a Magic the Gathering card, Neff, right?
0: Yeah, a Magic the Gathering card that sold for I, I can't even remember the number because I think the I think the number was in the article. And I just sort of blinked at that. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it
2: was uh, uh, six million, wasn't it? Uh, Two hundred
1: ninety thousand U.S. dollars or thirty million yen.
2: Oh, I'm thinking of a car I heard on the radio today. Well, needless to say,
0: if a Magic the Gathering card can command that kind of money, I said this to Jr. in my you know follow up to that message. When does that happen? The Sailor Moon cards we all have. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I have a nice retirement fund right there.
1: Hold on, I still—I think I still have some of those Deke cards hidden somewhere. It's, uh...
0: <laughs> you have some of the, No, I have entire sets of those cards, all three series. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus a few of them signed by the voice actors at the time which <laughs> would probably drop the value of the card, to be honest, but
2: meh. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, it is a Black Lotus Slightly Played, uh, to answer um, uh, Beta's question.
0: Okay, I didn't realize. This was an actually played. It wasn't even a pristine. It was... P- third- <laughs> okay, we have lost it as a society when you're paying 30 million yen for a used Magic the Gathering card. <laughs>
1: Uh, and, uh, Kesho yes, 30 million yen, so if my currency conversion to pounds is correct, I think it's almost 200,000 pounds, pound sterling, um, uh, the UK currency for the, um, for the Magic the Gathering cards slightly played. I mean, why would, uh... <laughs> You bring up an interesting point. These these um, these cars apparently pop up every so often, and they command big prices.
0: Well, when when you're talking about a price that in British pounds is the equivalent of two Land Rovers, and we're not talking like the low models. No, no, we're talking the you know high end models here. Mm-hmm. That blows my tiny little mind. <laughs>
1: You have uh, any interesting uh, finds, Liz, uh, in the uh, in that department, or do you do cards at all?
2: No, I don't really do cards, but I find it fascinating. It's just something I never got into.
1: Hmm. Yeah, me neither. But I remember growing up uh, when I worked uh, in the Brooklyn Cyclones for many summers. There was a um, there was like an anime store which had a big card room and after school, like. 10 or 12 kids will be on several tables flipping their Yu-Gi-Oh cards and everything. So
0: <laughs> Now, I'm going to go even older school than that. uh We're talking hockey cards, which up here were like, you know, the Holy Grail. you you you'd, you'd trade and you'd play for them, whatever. There was one hockey card I never managed to get except for a very damaged one that I later, you know, just gave away because it was so damaged. I did have, in my possession for about half a year, a rookie Wayne Gretzky card. But it was so damaged that I'm like, it's not going to be worth anything. But somewhere, somebody's probably paid, you know, four figures for the Duran thing wow. today. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. Oh.
1: Yeah, uh, let's see. Spada saying, uh, closest equivalent to the Black Lotus of uh, Magic the Gathering in... Pokemon is a Shadowless First Edition Gray Stamp Charizard from the US base set.
0: Okay, so now the question is how much would a, let me see if I can repeat this, Pokemon Shadowless First Edition Gray Stamp Charizard from the US base set actually go for?
1: Beta just posted the answer. If it's a grade 10, at least a quarter million.
0: Wow. Oh boy. I know it's supply and demand. I know it is. <laughs> and I say that because for example, video cards right now for a computer, good luck. <laughs> good luck. But, but but for pieces of paper? Like reinforced paper, that kind of money, I'm shocked. I am shocked.
1: And that's near mint condition. Oh, uh, 600 pounds is the cheapest you can get it within buyable uh, in the UK, according to Kesho Cho.
0: Which is ouch, because converting that 600 pounds to Canadian currency, yikes. Now,
1: uh, Neff, I think uh, you were going to say something about uh, the little character behind you.
0: Yes, my little friend over here is getting animated specifically Komi-san Can Communicate has now been confirmed as an anime to start in October now having read 12 volumes of the manga officially I can tell you there are multiple characters where either they're going to have to axe them completely or tone down some of their more eccentric properties now Komi-san no problem Tadano he's so normal that they don't have to do anything but then there are the characters like uh, one of uh, Komi-san's groupies who does things like tries to make... And this is the girl, mind you, tries to flip up her skirt so she can see Komi's underpants. Tries to sniff her stockings. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going, no, 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 that's not, no, not going to fly, is it?
1: <laughs>
0: and, that, and that's just one of the more memorable, i.e. scarring characters because each of these characters... Had their own little quirk, mm-hmm. you know, whether whether it be Comissan not being able to communicate well, or the pervert, or you know any one of the others, and it's going to be interesting to see that finally animated and moving. I'm just hopeful it doesn't end up on Netflix, because that's where a lot of stuff is ending up these days. And I'm going, do I really want to pay 14 bucks a month plus taxes at 13 mm-hmm. percent?
1: who watch these things. Right. I, um, we spoke about this last week, Neff, I think, with the uh, the news that uh, the Sailor Moon Eternal movies were coming to uh, Netflix. And I do have an answer from what we asked last week. There will be a new uh, localized dub for that. Um, the name escapes me, but the voice actor, the voice actress who plays Chibi Moon um, tweeted that she was going to be involved in it.
0: Now the question will be whether or not they involve the entire cast, right. because as we've seen before, Netflix is not above cherry picking and, or completely new casting for even established properties in English. So we shall see, I suppose, as the announcement rolls out. Mm.
1: Oh, beta misestimated on the, uh, PSA site. Uh, it's more like seventy five thousand. We're still still out of our still out of our pay grades. I think
0: for one card. I was going to say that's that's basically a year's wages for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Liz, are you uh, following any anime or manga lately?
2: Um, yeah, I just uh, watched the first season of Doctor Stone, and I am just enamored by that one.
1: All right. Tell us a, lot of, a little bit about it.
2: Um, It's like this weird wave of light crashes over the earth and turns everybody into stone for, oh, God, I can't remember how long. It was like thousands and thousands of years, and they slowly start waking up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Caldas says 3,000 years. All right. Which I can't remember exactly how long that was, but <laughs> yeah, was a long time basically. The all the buildings and everything has disappeared and everything's gone back to basically back to forest.
1: Oh, so like a reboot of civilization kind of.
2: Exactly.
1: No technology or anything
2: or no technology, but the the first kid that wakes up was uh, a science genius. So he's trying to restart everything with science and he figures out how to get the people to wake up from being in stone. And mm. one of the first people that they end up waking up after he figures out how to free people from stone, ends up uh, going the opposite way, wanting to get keep everything natural and not recreate the sciences and get mm. the adults back into the world to mess up civilization. Mm-hmm. So they got a little bit of conflict going on like that. Each one striving to, to sort of get their 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 uh, genre of philosophy, mm-hmm. the dominant one in the reawakening world.
1: Okay, that that sounds like a uh, like something that I might want to take a look at. But when you say three thousand years, I'm like, uh, no, this is not Futurama, is it?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: The opposite. Sounds more like the Flintstones. Exactly.
1: So, uh, yeah, we have a lot of interesting uh, comments there in the chat. Um, This is where we're going to take our quick time out for the podcast. So, if you're listening on Anchor, we'll be back right after these messages with Neff and the birthday person here on the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the $4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree, L I N K. Anime Radio. This is the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. I'm Jr. He's Neff. She's Liz. We thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, any other special occasions, uh, any birthday cake cutting for you tonight, Liz?
2: Uh, we had some ice cream cake and oh, nice. oh, a neat fact about my birthday. I was born on mother's day. My father was also born on father's day. Really? Yeah. That's a, just a neat, neat story that we've heard my entire life growing up.
0: Oh, wow. That's a, that's a neat trick.
2: Yeah, that's hard to pull off.
1: (laughs) Looking at some of the news in Japan again, uh, we have the state of emergency extended, and the Olympics are getting closer and closer and closer. Liz, what are your thoughts about that? Because uh, this is uh, getting close to zero hours, they say.
2: Yeah, they're, they're pushing things down to the wire on this one. It's... I, I'd i like to see it to go through just because the Olympics are interesting and fun to watch mm-hmm. on one hand, but on another hand, I I'm concerned about the, about all the participants in it.
1: Right. You're not the only one uh, concerned. There is a, a big petition now in Japan on the change.org platform and several hundred thousand signatures wanting the, olympics and paralympics to be outright canceled because the situation uh is not under control um nef uh, i know you scoffed when i told you that um the estimates to nhk were like 70 percent of the athletes will be vaccinated by the by the time of the olympics um and separately uh, japanese athletes will all be vaccinated in time but still a little cause for concern
0: when you have a potential 30% of your participants potentially carrying a virus that, depending on which variant they get, could be even more transmut- transmissible and or, you know, cause it cause harm. I, I said this to the story when I saw it first online. My response was, if they managed to pull off the Olympics this year, on that deadline, I'm just going to wait by my phone for the call from the goddess release office on that day. That, that, that's what I said. That's how sure I am <laughs> not happening. Unless
1: it's a freaking miracle. Yeah. Um, so they've actually added some prefectures in Japan to the state of emergency. So the uh, state of emergency now goes until the end of May, but uh, they're allowing venues Uh like the sumo tournament, to open back up to spectators at 50% capacity. So um, it's a little bit of a head-scratcher in that regard.
0: Now, far be it for me to suggest this, but could it well be that the sumo tournament is going to be the guinea pig? They're going to see what 50% capacity does indoors. They're going to monitor everybody coming in and out. They're going to do tracking, and they're going to know, potentially, how it will work. Now, that doesn't account for for foreign visitors, but it gives you a good idea of what, you know, you can do yourself.
1: Right. Uh, My understanding is that, uh, yes, uh, at the start of this uh, state of emergency, they banned the spectators um, and they revised uh, the rules as of uh, will be like today or yesterday in Japan where they can allow the spectators back in. Now, um, the Sumo venue has been allowing 50% spectators every day since last November. And uh, they're doing contact tracing and temperature checks on everybody. And it seems to be going well. Um, They're apparently more concerned now in the country as a whole, especially about a lot of COVID variants. They're adding more places um, to the... um, quarantine uh list where you have to stay in a government designated hotel you know that's going so well in canada and then you have to yeah, uh, where you,
0: basically, you know fl- fly to buffalo and then drive across the border <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that doesn't seem that sound like it's going to change right for the foreseeable future
0: no the federal government doesn't quite realize that yes you can cross the border over land without having to fly in i i There, there are no words like this government does things that make sense. And then they do this and you're just like, (laughs) Um, I'm
1: reading that the UK and I'm sure Kessocho could tell us a little more about it, but the UK is going to start a travel scheme using the traffic light system of sorts. Um, So I think that affects visitors coming into the UK And obviously, if you go to another country, you're going to be bound by the restrictions of that country. Um, Let's say, for example, the United States um, is going to be yellow light for the UK. So that means um, when you fly to the U.S., you have to follow the U.S. quarantine protocol, which if you're vaccinated and you come to the U.S., you just need a, a negative PCR test before you fly to the U.S., and you don't have to test a quarantine. They recommend you take a COVID test a few days after you land, but um, otherwise you don't have to test a quarantine if you're vaccinated. If you fly back to the UK, I believe even if you're vaccinated, since we are a yellow light country, you still have to follow the 14-day quarantine guidance.
0: Okay, that just sounds hopelessly complicated. (laughs) I mean, I'll say this. There's been talk of a quote-unquote vaccine passport, Mm. i.e. once you've been fully vaccinated, you then get documentation that would let you go from country to country that recognizes said passport. Right. I mean, on the one hand, I don't see an issue with that. On the other hand, there's already been proof that people have been forging tests returning to Canada. So I'm not quite sure how these vaccine passports are supposed to be, you know, somehow safer and or less prone to being, you know, shall we say, um, copied. Very interesting.
1: You you, you think uh, they're selling them them out of a hole in the corner of the duty-free as you cross the border? Is that how it goes?
0: (laughs) No. from, From what I recall, the last one that got caught, which was Edmonton, I believe they faked it up themselves. Hmm. They literally faked it up themselves, presented it and somehow got past security with it. Then security looked at it again and went, wait a minute. And I'm like, no, the point to go, wait a minute was when they presented this thing to you in the first place and go, no, you, that room and we'll see you in 14 days.
1: <laughs> um, I've been reading <sighs> about, uh, in Montreal, I believe, um, or the, at least the news came out of Montreal, that a lot of people are being fined for um, noncompliance to quarantine regulations. Um, on the flip side, they're saying that some people are actually slipping through the cracks and being allowed to bypass the quarantine. And I think that's for Canada as a whole.
0: Well, you see, the problem is that they don't have the, the, the staff available to stop everybody. Mm. So a lot of this is the honor system. The ones who slip through the cracks, for them, honor, they can't spell it with a U or without a U, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And again, I'd say this, the rules suck. I know they suck, but they're there for a reason. And that reason is the variants are getting in, and these variants are not less nasty. They're more nasty than what started this whole mess.
1: Exactly. So,
0: and again, I, I say this because, look, folks, I know we all want to get back to normal. Believe me, I have about a zillion places I want to go, Japan being near the top of the list, New York being a very close second, I would, I would add. <laughs> but the point being, I want to get back to normal, too. But I know that unless we've all followed these, what you call draconian rules, we ain't going to get there. Or we're going to get there so late that it ain't going to matter anymore.
1: All right. Liz, what are your thoughts on this whole situation?
2: Oh, it is so confusing off the wall, the rules and (laughs) people slipping through the cracks. I can't – how how are they even doing that? That's just crazy.
1: All right. Um, I read some news uh, also about Canada, Neff. Apparently soon, if you are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and you live in Canada – there is one province that is going to let you in without any testing or quarantine restrictions. And which province would that be? That would be the province that nobody really knows about, the Yukon.
0: Sure, I'll go to the Yukon for my vacation. <laughs> and I'll come back having my by a polar bear. Thank you very much. <laughs> so if I'm not mistaken, the
1: Yukon... Uh, Is north of British Columbia?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's cold. But oddly enough, depending on the time of year, you either get no sunlight or so much sunlight, good luck trying to get any sleep. (laughs) Which makes it a prime destination spot, thank you very much. Yeah. Maybe you're you're a vampire and you go during the extra long night. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you're, if you're a dyslexic vampire, you end up going during the long days, and you don't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: um, Kessler Show says, I've been inside for 400 plus days now. I'm doing it as it's what I have to do to protect myself mostly, but also my parents, the rest of my family, my other half, my friends. The sooner other people listen, the sooner this all gets back to some form of normality. That, I think, is a perfect explanation Ah uh, cho and uh, thank you for saying that
0: exactly exactly you know because I want to be able to go hug my mother again thank you very much mm. you know mama can need some hugs she hasn't gotten any in a while and she's cranky
1: yep <laughs> and uh you've been telling us about her she's doing okay these days, right?
0: Well, she's getting more more work done and it's like uh and the problem the problem is that has this one condition that comes and goes mm-hmm. but when it really comes it's bad and that's vertigo mm-hmm. and if you don't know what vertigo is in a nutshell think of those carnival rides that spin you round and round and round
2: mm-hmm.
0: and how you feel when you get off that ride except she hasn't gone on those rides she just is that ride essentially mm-hmm. Right. so you know if it gets really bad she's like I can't even get out of bed without feeling like I want to, you know, I'm going to use a word here, barf. <laughs> so, yeah, th- that's not a great way to live, especially when you're trapped indoors on top of that.
1: Right. Um, Crystal Butterfly, again, I feel for you now if I hugged my dad for the first time two weeks ago. Um, I hugged my cousins for the first time since this whole pandemic began. Uh, Mother's Day, I spent uh, with my aunt, my uncle, and my cousins out in Long Island City. I have not seen my cousins in person since this all began, because like Kesha Cho, they have been uber, uber, uber careful with uh, contact with people. And now it looks like uh, the younger cousin will be eligible now to get the uh, Pfizer vaccine, because I think they're uh, lowering the minimum age now to 12 for that.
0: So mm. As I said, when I get to New York, I think I'm going to hug you, Jr. I ain't going to like go for a while. <laughs> I, mean, I know that sounds creepy on air, but this is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed somebody in the chat is bringing up uh, news about America's pastime.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, which, which news? Uh, apparently, it's the news about the Oakland A's or soon to be just called the A's, apparently.
0: Well, everybody thinks they're going to end up in Vegas where... A's could be Aces.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm throwing out a different theory. Montreal has been screaming to get a team back since they lost the Expos. So Oakland moves the team to Montreal. And then they call the Montreal A's, <laughs> as in E-H, apostrophe S. You have the Habs and in the A's, huh? Yeah, and Yopi can go back to where he was originally from. <laughs> Yupi being the former Expo's mascot that the Canadians picked up as their mascot.
1: Well, who's that?
0: Yupi is a giant orange ball that looks somewhat set, looks like a cleaned up gritty. Okay, basically looks like a gritty that is not on cocaine and not strong. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, I say this on air all the time, but green to me looks like a giant coked out Muppet. Like, you see those googly eyes? <laughs> oh, it's coming for me.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that takes me back. Gee.
0: Let's see. Now we're getting the comments in the channel. Let's see here. Uh, Habs, eyes, and the uh-huh. Cap, A's, yeah,
1: and the Canucks. Yeah,
0: Yeah, there we go. And speaking of Habs and Canucks, playoffs are coming. And it's like, we've got the series that ha- that hasn't happened since 1979. Mm-hmm. This particular matchup has not happened. Wow. Oh. Partially because the teams have ended up in different conferences. But thanks to the magic of the North Division, we are going to have the series that splits the country. By language and by region. I give to you the Toronto Maple Beliefs versus the Montreal Canadiens. Let there be war. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, they're, and they're playing in their home
0: arenas now, right? They've always have. Yes, they've always have, but with no fans. Mm. Now, of course, that's going to mean whoever comes out of the North, is. there's going to be some decisions made, or a U.S. team or U.S. team's arena where the team, you know, is gone, hasn't made the playoffs, hello, Buffalo Sabres, (laughs) Um, could be invaded. The Leafs playing out of the Sabres barn for the playoffs would be delicious for the sheer through you, Buffalo, this is what a real hockey team looks like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, that that'll be very interesting. And uh, meanwhile, uh, the Rangers will be looking for a head coach because uh, their owner decided to take out the scythe and go. Whoosh.
0: Well, the owner also took out all of upper management with the coach eventually. Yeah, and I'm just going. This owner, he swings a scythe like I swing a cane. <laughs> he intent to murder. No.
1: Um, now Liz, I don't know I know you don't follow sports too closely, but is there any sport, uh, any that you uh favor? I'm
2: professional bull riding. Bull riding? Wow. Yeah, my dad was uh, I was like mostly he, he thought he was a cowboy and he was mostly the way there. Uh, so I used to watch bull riding with him all the time and I actually enjoy that. Wow been several years I've, I've watched it since he passed away but yeah that's, every now and then I catch it on the TV and I'll, I'll go ahead and watch that
1: PBR NFR interesting uh, the uh, the uh, type of sports we'd find on the CBS Sports Spectacular I think
0: the CBS Sports Spectacular has slowly turned into what used to be ABC's wild world of sports the sports you've never heard about until the show and but for the show no you wouldn't you wouldn't watch it but because it's there you're like oh okay
1: Hmm. that looks interesting but uh but no uh there's a big following for uh rodeo and bull riding uh all parts of the of the u.s now especially out here you have pbr going into madison square garden before the pandemic hit and they would fill the seats in there Hmm.
2: oh yeah
0: Well, now I'm thinking about this, and I'm going, okay, PBR and MSG, would that smell worse than a Rangers game? (laughs) Mm, I'm not sure which would smell worse.
1: (laughs) No, I tell you what will be on the lines of that, the uh, Westminster Kennel Dog Show. That would be... Which is not too bad that the best part of the Westminster Dog Show, because I used to go with my ex, is to actually go backstage. You can actually pet the dogs that are actually in the competition.
0: Yeah, not like you could do that with the New York Rangers. They <laughs> bite.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so low. Jeez. Uh,
0: you know, when the team is finally doing well, and you look at a team like the Rangers, you're sort of like going, I like in the pen
1: out for a change. <laughs> um, well, it's getting late already, and uh, the fun's just getting started because in a little while we're going to be moving over to Jackbox. Um, again, anybody who wants to join us in Jackbox can shoot me a message through the Discord chat or through the um, Twitch chat that we have going on right now. But um, Liz, uh, you are the birthday person. So, I think we're gonna have to let you choose the the games that are gonna be played. What comes to mind?
2: The internet survive the internet again I love that game. It is so much fun.
1: Oh boy we'll have to arrange for survive the internet then. I didn't expect her to say that, but hey, it's her <laughs> night so uh we, 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 that's what we will do um. Why is called it saying for New York You need to have both professional bull riding And bear riding I think If if it's bear riding you get mauled
0: Stock exchange remember Bulls and bears
1: Oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) And I I should know this stuff Because I'm now regularly contributing To my retirement but gee (laughs) Don't forget Mudden busting Mudden busting
0: Mutton busting. What B- bu- busting sheep?
2: Why would you bust a sheep? Oh, um, kids, um isn't it? What's that? Riding sheep. Little kids uh, do it uh, instead of the the bulls and cows against the sheep.
1: Right. They take the horns and try to turn turn it on its side. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's why it I
1: goes.
0: twelve-year-old trying to take down a sheep, and depending on the size, of the twelve-year-old. It ain't gonna go well.
1: <laughs> so, oh, kids ride. Kids ride for eight seconds. Wow.
0: Okay. Now, bulls are rather large animals. So, if somebody rides on them, meh. But a sheep ain't that big. That a twelve-year-old ain't gonna sit on the sheep, and he's gonna go, hey, because the two of you get off, and only one of you get back on. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> Well, um, then we will go ahead and ride Survive the Internet here in a few moments. Uh, uh, but, Liz, uh, is there anything you would like to say uh, before we close things out here on the podcast section?
2: Um. Well, just thank you for the birthday wishes, and thanks for having me on. This has been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it.
1: Good, good. And we appreciate, uh, again, your support of, as I said, uh, the station in general. Um, your support of the podcast and of Sarah Yoshida. Uh, oh, and speaking of Sarah Yoshida, um, we have uh, a few new videos coming up soon. Um, we're going to have, um, finally, the taste test that I did a month ago with Emma Castiel of ramen pizza, which was very, very tasty. Um, a few people have previewed it already. And so we're going to, I think we're going to try to Pick an evening to debut that on Twitch, and then publish it to YouTube. Then we also have on YouTube the next Ballet Cosplay safety video, which is going to feature Cosplay Tori, which has um, some wonderful advice from her, as well as some uh, dance videos from her cosplay. So uh, please look forward to all that when we post that. Um, And... um Yeah, we'll go to the closing commentary now, Neff. We'll post up this uh, sign so you know the drill.
0: All right. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this uh, Twitch stream or our podcast, please drop us a line. You can drop us a line at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com, or you can reach us via social media. Uh, You can go to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R, There you'll find links to our Anchor podcast library, anchor.fm, forward slash radio our Facebook page, our Instagram account, our Twitter handle, and our Discord channel. And, of course, our Twitch stream.
1: And as I keep uh, um, mentioning every night, YouTube. We have to add the YouTube link, if it's simple. Otherwise... We just add XAR on YouTube and point everybody to the link tree as we normally do. <laughs>
0: well, then, that- yeah, because otherwise we're going to have this nice long line of gibberish, which will make me sound like I've slammed my hand in a car door. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: uh, this has been a wonderful evening, and it's going to continue now as we once again try to survive the internet. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to let the birthday person give the close tonight. So for Neff and Liz, I'm JR. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And remember,
2: Uh, keep on watching and listening for the Extreme Anway Radio podcast. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night.